today, Alien Month continues, and we will be talking about killer clowns from outer space. I'm one of your hosts, Miles, and today I'm joined by Josh. What's cracking? Hey, hello. Grab your popcorn gun, people. <laughs> and I'm joined by Chris. What's cracking? Honk, honk. That's what. <laughs> that's the noise that gets made when you squeeze my red nose. That sounded very <laughs> sexual. Hello. <laughs> oh. Clowns. Um, so, as I said, we are doing Alien Month because aliens have been confirmed to be real. So, uh, this week we are talking about one of my favorite movies. Just in general, one of my favorite movies. Uh, and it is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, before we dive too deep into that, what are you guys' frightful finds this week? Well, Josh... Why don't you go first? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you no pressure. Uh, I went to Spirit Halloween. It is that time of year again. The, the spooky season is upon us. And uh, the Halloween stores are uh, uh, opening. And it is ver- very related to this week's movie because a, a very big product that they have at Spirit is uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That shit was everywhere in this store. Yeah, it was. And I already knew we were doing this movie, so I took pictures of literally every single piece of merchandise they have. So check out our socials, H on H Pod everywhere. You'll be able to see uh, see all the fun home decor and costumes and, and gadgets you can get. They had the popcorn gun. Hell they had yeah. the... Uh, they had the turning people into cotton candy gun and actually like spun around and made the noises and stuff. It was really cool. Oh shoot! Um, but yeah, me and my son went there. It was a real good time. They didn't have a ton of like their home decor stuff because it's all it, they they kind of slowly get it in because it's it's only August as of this recording. But uh, they did have a giant animatronic, <laughs> but all it did was like kind of crouch down and go. <laughs> and then like crouch back up and go <laughs> like he didn't do it i was waiting for him to like jump or something he didn't really do much for 350 dollars so <laughs> that was a little bit of a letdown and is that is that one killer clowns from outer space themed or was that yeah it was the big clown yeah was the big yeah. one <laughs> he, he looked cool but he didn't really do anything <laughs> yeah this they had the uh <laughs> they had a little bobblehead that was the toilet monster <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's my uh, frightful find of the week. Spooky. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to find it. I tweeted it out actually on High on Horror's account on our Twitter account, and uh, my frightful find this week is that we had an announcement of what the uh, haunted houses themes are for Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, which. Down here in Florida, I'd say that's probably the the preeminent haunted attraction, uh, unless you want to go to like Billy Joe's freaking backwoods slaughter fest, where you might actually get gun or gun down or like chainsawed in half. Um, but I'm pretty excited because I'm going to be going this year for sure. Uh, the ones that I knew about that were the draw for me is they have a The Last of Us house based on the game. They also have a Stranger Things Season 4 based ha- house, uh, which I think could be really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, Vecna. Um, they're also doing the Exorcist reboot, the Exorcist Believer, 
there's a house for that one. Um, those are the th- the three big ones. The fourth one um, is Chucky Ultimate Kill Count, based on the Chucky TV show. Haven't watched any of that, so couldn't couldn't tell you how excited I am for that one. But um, I always get interested in the ones that are not the the big movie franchises because they kind of have to create their own horror icons and their own lore, which I always think are pretty fun. So those are Universal Monsters Unmasked. So we'll get some OG monsters. We've got Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. I have no freaking idea what that one's about. We have... uh, There's Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate, which is kind of cool. Dueling Dragons was one of the roller coasters at Islands of Adventure before uh, Harry Potter World moved in there, and then they renamed it. So it's kind of a cool throwback. Um, This is probably the one I'm personally most excited for. Yeti Campground Kills. Um, that one sounds awesome. I feel like they always do really well when it's like just like a big monster. Um, there's also the darkest deal and bleed for the blood moon. Uh, so yeah, I was pretty, pretty stoked about that. Um, in addition to that, we have one more week left until the Texas chainsaw massacre game comes out. We also have Alien from uh, or the Xenomorph from the Alien series coming to Dead by Daylight, which I've talked about. And uh, yeah, so a lot of good horror games upcoming that I'm pretty excited about. So that's my frightful find for this week. Miles? Speaking of horror video games, um, I am still playing Dying Light, and it is still absolutely terrifying. That light's be- still dying. <laughs> game you have to like go into sewers and stuff and all you have is a flashlight is so scary dr so kevorkian we need to put this light out of its misery <laughs> it's it's yeah it's crazy game if you haven't played it, it's really good but we also got uh updates on the killer clown from outer space game apparently not that long ago about two weeks ago basically they said there's been such an outpouring of love that they got a bigger budget and they're able to expand and make it into something really great hopefully so I'm excited about that. I'm wearing a Killer Clowns from Outer Space shirt, which ironically I got at Halloween Horror Nights. Hey. <laughs> so it all comes together. Look at that. <laughs> when I was at Halloween Horror Nights, they had them walking around like mascots, and they would like. I took a picture with one of them, and yeah, I really like oh, this franchise. Cool. This is super fucking dope. So I that- I hope they'll incorporate some of the clowns into Dead by Daylight because like a lot of these franchises have their own games like. Friday the 13th had theirs, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Evil Dead, Five Nights at Freddy's, Silent Hill, uh, Resident Evil. They've all like had their own games, but they've been in Dead by Daylight. I would love to play as the clowns from Killer Clowns. Even though there is a clown killer in the game, it's a it's an in-game one. But that would be awesome. And I'm interested. I watched that trailer for that uh, Killer Clowns game, and it, it looks, looks pretty really interesting. Good. Yeah. Imagine shooting Nick Cage with the cotton candy gun. Or even just putting him in the big bouncy ball and he's like fighting his way out. That'd be amazing. (laughs) So, without further ado, let's talk about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is both your first time through it? Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, how did we feel? Uh, You know what? I 
went into this movie not not really expecting to like it. I know what this film is. I've seen it around for years. Some of my friends really enjoy this one. Um, it wasn't bad. Like I I could definitely see why it has like cult status. I don't have that nostalgia for it, but like I didn't dislike the movie. It was pretty silly, um, <laughs> but it was it was definitely an interesting like. It's so 80s. It's so 80s. So very 80s. Yeah, I think I, I feel the exact same way. I did not love it. I was really hoping to love it, but I think it is that lack of nostalgia that makes it hard to like fall in love with now because it's it is it's shot like an 80s movie that I love. Like there's lots of 80s movies that are shot like this that I love, but I don't really like any of the human characters. <laughs> and because the the clowns are mostly all just like gags every time they're on the screen and like it's just repeat 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 of what they're kind of doing that it does the 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 human characters being shitty actors really det- <laughs> uh, detracts from it because like all of these 80s horror movies have shitty actors but usually you're you're mostly rooting for the killer <laughs> this is just a bunch of random different clowns which i mean the practical effects are really cool and I really liked like the music and stuff. I think part of it might be also be that I don't give a fuck about clowns. Yeah. Like some people are really scared by clowns. I don't. I, I don't care. I've never given a shit about clowns. They don't do anything for me positively or negatively. <laughs> but I mean, the makeup effects are really good. Maybe it's the fact that you could tell the entire budget went to that and only that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was the, was the the effects. Um. Because there, I would say there is not a single good actor in this entire movie at all. <laughs> like even a serviceable actor, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It, I just uh, I expected a little more out of how much of a kind of cult following this movie has. I was expecting to be impressed a little more than I was. That's all fair. I, I have the nostalgia. I've been watching this movie over and over since I was a child. I fucking love this movie. So. Uh, Chris, do, do clowns bother you at all? Is it something that is like a phobia? No, not really. Um, you know, I like I like Pennywise. I I find him scary, but not it's not uh, something that has like resonated with me personally. One thing I will say about this movie that really stood out to me in the third act was the set, like the set design and like set production was actually pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> like yeah. there was. There was like and it, they like set a whole fun house up in there to it's film so that much fun <laughs> final scene. I was like, holy crap, this is like a lot. Like, kind of like what Josh said, just not really a huge budget the whole film, and then you get to the final act, and it's like, oh, this is all on a soundstage, but it's like there's all this crazy stuff there. Yeah, it's like a skate park, but clown themed. <laughs> <laughs> should have been at a level on uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, it absolutely should have. <laughs> but because of this movie, I find clowns funny because I think this movie is very funny. So, like, I've never been bothered by clowns too much. I went to a party where legitimately they hired a clown not to scare the children, but to be a funny clown. And I was the only one not <laughs> scared of him. And I just don't understand the real clown phobia. My girlfriend, on the other hand, is very afraid of clowns. And the reason is because of this movie. She's really scared of the one that shoots out of the toilet. So 
That's uh, <laughs> this movie is not for everyone, but she braved through it and she really enjoyed it as well. So, you brought up the toilet thing, and I have to ask: this is like a deep-seated childhood fear. But was there like an eight, '70s or '80s horror movie about a monster that would reach up and tear your insides out from the toilet? Are you thinking of the movie Ghoulies? I don't know. There are three yeah, puppet monsters like that toilet monsters. They live in the toilet. <laughs> In the first one, it's a serious movie where they reach up and grab your ass, but the rest of them are fucking so silly. When grab ass goes wrong. <laughs> yes. They got long pointy nails that go up in there. You might be thinking of Ghoulies. I'm not sure what else it could yeah. possibly be. I don't know. I'll have to check that one out. It was a, it was you won't def- like it. That was a phobia <laughs> as a child. <laughs> if you don't like the movie Troll, you won't like that one. It's basically <laughs> Toilet Troll. So. <laughs> So, honestly, the plot isn't all that particularly important in this movie. You kind of get the gist from the title. It is, like, you get all of the clues as to what's going on. It's called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You got Killer Clowns, and they're aliens. Um, yeah, the clowns never talk or anything, so there's no, there's no plot to be like, we came from this planet, and we're here to do this and that. It's like, no, they just show up and start killing people. Because they eat them, basically. They actually do talk a tiny bit. They talk enough to reveal they have telepathy. Did you guys pick up on that? No. I did not. Yeah, no, like, the only time I remember him talking is when he was uh, puppeting that cop. Yeah, <laughs> when he was too. faking the guy's voice. But there's a point where they're at the door, and they're like mimicking the other guy's voice to like get her to let him in and stuff. Like, oh yeah, I don't count that. And they like know her name, and there's no reason that they should know any of that. And that happens actually a few times in the movie. Like people are, they're like talking to people without moving their lips and stuff. But yeah, I just mean more the the clowns don't have a monologue or anything. No, no, they, they don't have much of a motive. So what they are doing is they've come to Earth to shoot people with cotton candy guns that will wrap around them and turn them into milkshakes. That they drink out of swizzle straws, like Dude. really long, silly straws. They drink I'll say, people. That was the one scene that really stood out to me in this movie. Is when he pulled out that seventeen bend, <laughs> twisty straw, sticks it in the cocoon, the gestation sack, and slurps that man's nutrients away. I was like, okay, that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> I like it. I thought that that was like the cotton candy concept in general is kind of cool because it ties in clowns, but it also like they're basically refueling on people to then continue their trajectory into space. So they're just stocking up on food and then they're going to bounce. But they're also like sadistic and evil. They kill people just to kill people too. Like they enjoy it. They got sharp teeth. They're punching people's heads off and folding them up into pizza boxes. Like, it's they're just straight. That scene murder. with the bikers was good. <laughs> yeah, you like that one? Yeah, he punches the dude's head off. <laughs> <coughs> Who's the guy? I also like the I like the parade scene where they're uh they have that weird car float thing. Yeah, they're sucking people and they're up. Just sucking up all the all the uh, cocoons. That was cool. That's like the only memory I had from this. I've definitely seen a clip of this as a little kid where it was like the cotton candy cocoons. And I was like, what is this? My dad's like, oh, it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That, that was my, the way my dad always spoke when I was a kid. Like, I should know what it is. Oh, like, oh, you know. It's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, four-year-old. You know what this is. 
like, so I was just like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Cotton candy cocoons. <laughs> this movie reminds me of like if the blob was mixed with Return of the Living Dead. Like, I feel like they kind of have, like, Return of the Living Dead is funny but serious. The Blob is more serious than funny but has funny moments. And I think they just, like, turn the funny up to 11, but it's also, like, got the cool animatronics and the kills and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it definitely could have been on that level. Like, maybe if it did have someone better behind it, because, like, I looked it up and the director is just, like, a, a... special effects artist mm-hmm. so like and with the quote like you don't have any named actor even like b or d list actors in there like i feel like right before fox because this was a fox movie right before fox was bought by disney they had plans to make a sequel to this and i would i would t- definitely take a sequel to this now to because i think they could really do something better with it mm-hmm. and maybe still set it in the 80s i think that would be fun if it was still set in the 80s I think all movies should be set in the 80s pretty much at this Yeah, point. it is usually my go-to whenever I talk about <laughs> horror movies. I'm like, set it in the 80s. Come on, it'd be great. Get rid of cell phones. <laughs> yeah, that's the main mission is get rid of cell phones, and then it's going to yeah. be get rid of cell phones and AI, and all of our problems <laughs> will, you know. Get rid of the drones. <laughs> I'd take a reboot, though. Give me uh, Put Michael Bay's name on that. Give me that <laughs> shit. Michael I want Bay. it. <laughs> no, give us the super dark one. Get a Ari Aster or somebody on. Now we're Dude. talking. Oh my god. Yeah, I actually I could totally see the blob um return of the living dead comparison. I think uh kind of to echo what Josh said, the reason that it didn't work as well as maybe it I would say maybe it worked as well as Return of the Living Dead, but not as well as the blob for me personally was again kind of going back to the clowns i don't find clowns like scary or all that interesting as a villain even the now these were a little more interesting being aliens but whereas like the blob for me was like just kind of a weird concept you know what i mean uh Mm -hmm. but that being said i think if i was afraid of clowns i would probably be more into this movie i will say i definitely see the like the the campiness was like pretty fun at points but I think if the characters had been a little bit more like out there and ostentatious, I would probably have been way more invested in the movie in the first half. Yeah, if they had gotten like character actors instead of such bad actors that they had to play characters to kind of be passable. Yeah, you know I mean that's what like Night of the Living Dead and The Blob they both have character actors of the time that were in a lot of movies like that at the time so they had like that was their like niche like these people are just like yeah this is the director's best friend <laughs> like <laughs> i think both the ice cream truck drivers are like producers of the movies and writers <laughs> like i like those actors. guys I think uh, they I are two of the three I did like their plot. They felt they felt like they felt like they were plucked directly out of Animal House and just yeah. injected <laughs> into this film. <laughs> like exactly those, right. I I honestly straight up thought they were like, yeah, we're home from college from our fraternity <laughs> house. We're selling ice cream. I liked when they had the the heavy broads in the back of their truck. <laughs> 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 they thought they were gonna like make them easy by giving them all the ice cream they could eat (laughs) (laughs) 
dairy on the gut right before getting busy. That sounds like a great combination. (laughs) And then they wind up hooking up with the lady clowns. (laughs) That was some good stuff. Yeah, the lady clowns in the ball pit. They were pretty great because they saw boys and they were like, you know what? It's time. And they filled up their boobs like they inflated like uh, like balloons. And that's the boob report. About as close as you get on this one. When I was not showing my fiance, like this movie was, she was able to watch this because it's not scary at all. Which she was like, I actually kind of like this one. And (laughs) then as soon as that scene came up, she's like, oh, that'll be on the boob report. I'm famous. She's a lady of style and class. <laughs> she knows taste when she sees it. Yep, I'm becoming predictable, dog. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> I think that there is one decent actor in this movie. His character is just stupid, and that's like the curmudgeon cop, the like sheriff of this here town. How he doesn't believe anybody, the hundreds of phone calls pouring in. He's like, y'all are trying to make me feel crazy. He belongs as a police officer in 2023. Fits right in. He's just cracking skulls and threatening the motherfucker. (laughs) Things haven't changed much. The the aliens in general are, like, pretty cool. But the only moment in this movie that's actually, like, quote-unquote scary, like, the most serious moment of this movie is when the alien, the the big one, I forget his name, I think his name's Jumbo, he kills the uh, the sheriff guy, and he uses him as a puppet, but, like, in that moment, he knows the other guy's name when he comes in. So he's got the telepathy, he knows his name, and he just, he says, don't worry, we just want to kill you. Like, the way that guy executed that line, I thought that was actually pretty good, effective horror. Yeah, I thought that was pretty creepy. When he was a little, when he was a creepy puppet man, and he is like the the lines on his mouth were blood. Yeah, I was like that's pretty effective. It was a, it was a much darker twist than you would think you were gonna get from this type of movie. That was was that the big T Rex one at the end on the marionette that you're talking about? No, this is in the police station when the when the police oh officer when he sprays him with man. the with the water flower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so funny. He like. When he he puts the guy the clown in the prison cell, and then the little hand comes out and knocks out the cop, and the two dudes are in there. I don't remember why those guys were in jail. They were <laughs> because they were they were walking in public. Yeah, they were walking together, and <laughs> they had some. They were giving off some gay vibes. I think is what the cops were insinuating. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so because they, cause they ma- for being gay. <laughs> Yeah, and then he mentioned, Jesus. like, the, the younger cop was like, yeah, I don't think we need to keep him in jail. And he's like, oh, you like these kind of boys? Oh, so they were put in jail for being gay when they weren't gay. But then imagine being locked in that cage with that clown. That's kind of scary, too. Malignant. <laughs> yeah, that was that's what this movie was missing. It's <laughs> clown just throwing chairs. And <laughs> that's what the modern version would have. <laughs> Every movie has to have a John Wick fight by the middle of it. But when like they come in looking for him, there's the footprints are all over the walls and the ceiling and shit. Oh my god, this movie makes me laugh so much. I really really enjoy this movie. Um, so 
what we, what we also didn't talk about with these aliens is that all I feel like all alien movies in the 80s had to have some sort of development for the aliens after the movie The Thing came out where it's like oh that's like the way it reproduces is like a key element to the movie and I feel like that kind of caught fire as far as alien movies go you see it in Alien and you see it in this movie you see it in the blob like there's some sort of evolution that's happening and in this movie it's they start off as pieces of popcorn that when they are <laughs> hidden from light I guess they turn into snake monsters that eventually evolve into clowns yeah I didn't get what I thought maybe like they had to like just stayed or something like they were just like kind of time bombs but I mean after they got shot with those things they were dropping those motherfuckers everywhere so you'd think there'd be snake clown monsters all over town <laughs> yeah that they only could afford so many snake clown monsters but <laughs> they they like so they turn people into those though because of the the pup the shadow puppet one <laughs> That he made, like, the T-Rex that, like, ate the oh, people. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty fun. That was cool. That <laughs> scene was very, like, I've seen that before. That's, like, an iconic horror scene. It's, like, I'm pretty sure I just saw an episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where they did the same thing. <laughs> so good. So what he does, though, is he turns all the people at the bus stop into popcorn. And he puts them in the popcorn bag. So I guess these all were, like, formerly human? Presumptuously? I just presumed that they had an ability to convert matter and use that energy however they saw fit. So if they yeah, needed it for their gun, that. <laughs> if they need it for their gun, cool. If they need it for their spaceship, cool. If they want to drink it, also cool. Um. Yeah. That's. Uh, I just. I just watched a bunch of videos that like break down which aliens are which and how to tell them apart and what their names are and stuff. Josh, I think you've showed me this channel where it's like a guy who has animated synopsis of the movie. Yeah, he is, his specialty is like the evolution of a character in film. So he like animates how like, oh, it'll be the Green Goblin and how he's looked in all these different Spider-Man movies and cartoons and stuff. But he did one for Killer Clowns in Outer Space going through like all the different clowns. Yeah. And there's way absurd. more than you think. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was absurd. It's like, there's this one and his three triplet brothers who all are, look the same, but they wear different outfits. <laughs> yeah, because they definitely, like, what they did for these clowns in this movie was definitely, like, use the same mask and then switch the clothes back and forth for different scenes <laughs> to make it look like different clowns. And they use, like, I think the hair is interchangeable, too, so they're able to, like, just trade the hair off back and forth. But... At first, you really only get a good look at five of them. There's, like, five main ones. But then there's, like, as the movie goes on, it's, like, I'm pretty sure that it's the same one. And then they're just all on screen together at one point, and there's, like, fucking 25 of them. <laughs> there's just so many killer clowns from outer space. But I feel like the only ones that really get screen time are, like, the big fat ones and... The one with the boxing gloves and are there any that stick out to you as like clowns that you particularly enjoyed straight up just the toilet medicine cabinet <laughs> and i liked the pizza delivery oh that was actually in the commercial for the video game but i thought that was kind of cool too uh it's like 
this little kid goes to answer the door and it's a clown delivering pizza and another one like peeks his head around the corner and then one like comes out of the pizza box <laughs> so yeah I like cool. that that's the same one from the bikers yeah I like the little one <laughs> yeah he's he punches people's heads off he's super fun I like that one that goes into the pharmacy and just starts fucking shit up for no reason <laughs> he's my favorite one too he's, the one I was he's just like sliding shit off the shelf <laughs> He gets to do what everyone wishes they could do in a pharmacy at least once. And if there was an apocalypse, I would definitely be like the last man on earth TV show where I would just find shit and knock it over and like roll bowling (laughs) balls into aquariums and shit. So much fun. But this movie, that one is probably my favorite one. And the pharmacy just feels very similar to like night of the demons or like the blob like it's just such a quintessential 80s pharmacy chris you still gotta watch that it's good shit i know i've i've heard good things about that one too demone yeah it's real good it's like a very serious version of this (laughs) it's so good are there any specific kills that resonated with you. Josh, you, you liked the one where the guy's head got punched off. Yeah, I like when he punched the dude's head off. I like the shadow puppet kill. <laughs> he turns into a monster and eats that whole group of people. That was good shit. One scene we didn't talk about really that I did enjoy was right in the beginning when the farmer was yelling. He's like, I'll tear this old dude down with my parents! <laughs> and then he gets shocked. He's screaming. I mean, like, there's not, like, a really cool kill or anything after that, but I just thought that scene was pretty funny. They, like, open the wall and scoop up the dog with a net. (laughs) (laughs) That guy goes fucking zero to a (laughs) hundred. He's just like, where's my dog? Who took my dog? (laughs) (laughs) My my favorite line in this movie is when our two, I guess, main characters, it's a little all over the place, but the guy and the girl, they go into the, they find the the whole way the clowns come to Earth is they see a shooting star. But it's not a shooting star. It turns out to be this circus tent spaceship. So they find this circus tent in the middle of the woods. And they're like, look, a circus. And they go in and the boyfriend and all his horrible acting starts acting like a circus performer and then, like making up all this ridiculous shit. I have the I have the dialogue right here. Oh, here we go. He's, he's like, uh, see Gumbo, the toothless elephant. Oh, right over here we we got Belinda, the bulimic wonder, and he's going on and on and on, and then finally he finishes and he goes, uh, it looks like this place was decorated by clowns are us, and there's a huge pause, and then the girl just goes. I don't know. <laughs> and, then the, and then it just like stays silent for a minute and then just completely moves on. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah, bad acting is absolutely a thing in this movie. The The farmer at the beginning, he really goes hard. He goes hard in the guy. paint. <laughs> and the, the two ice cream truck people and the police officer, they really go hard. But this weird forced love triangle was completely unnecessary where the cop is like yeah i used to date her too but apparently she likes funny guys (laughs) (laughs) jesus 
Yeah, it's so weird too, because like right in front of our, I, I guess, main character. I, I don't know who's supposed to be the main character. Maybe the girl. I don't know. It doesn't solely focus on anybody. Like the girl's like, oh, I'm gonna see my friend at the police station. And they get there. It turns out to be her ex-boyfriend. And then like he still he immediately is like, yeah, but you know, I want you back right in front of her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck? And then they have to become, like, an unlikely duo to, to try to save the girl. And then, like, when the girl is getting saved, she's immediately, like, holding hands with the cop and stuff, like, while her <laughs> boyfriend's standing right there. And it's like, homeboy, you're getting cucked, like, <laughs> right in front of all these clowns and everybody. <laughs> the biggest clown here is you, sir. <laughs> R.I.P. This is kind of the story of an alpha male stealing his girl back from a beta. This <laughs> <laughs> is <so> true. <laughs> For some reason, they put her in a gumball, a balloon. Yeah, Did you pick balloon. up why? No, it was weird because they shot her with the same gun, <laughs> but instead of a pink laser, it was a blue laser, and it put her in a in a balloon instead of a instead of a cotton candy cocoon. For plot sake, I guess. <laughs> Highly advanced cotton candy weaponized aliens. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like this movie, but there are definitely many, many plot holes. Speaking of great deaths, I liked it when the security guard, because the, the alien ship, the, the, the circus tent ship, moves to a dock where, where a circus would actually be. And there's a security guard there, and he sees the clown, and he goes, you guys can't be here. And they all throw a bunch of pies on him. What are you going to do with those pies, boys? <laughs> and then when our main characters arrive, it's just a pile of like whipped cream and blood and bones. <laughs> like the pies melted the dude. And the one idiot ice cream guy like touched it with his fingers. Yeah. And he's, he's he doesn't melt or anything. <laughs> I, at the end, when they got pied again, I was like, are they going to die now? <laughs> <laughs> Any silly weapon will be used. So, okay. So we got the funny kills. We got the funny aliens. The set and costume designs, I really like the the expressive faces. Like, very Ninja Turtles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the puppeteering is, is phenomenal. And it, I like how like certain aspects of the like costume designs where you could see like oh they have big clown hands you would think like oh they can't do certain things like they can't articulate in certain ways so let's try to hide that and they don't like there's a one scene where the cop is putting the clown into the prison cell Mm -hmm. and he's got these big like chunky hands (laughs) and like it's like, oh, he could just like take his glove off and slip out of the handcuffs. And he does, and it's like, oh, okay, at least you thought of that logically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like their bodies are pretty loosey goosey. They get punched and their head spins around and stuff. But there's the music video. The music the song that was made for this is hilarious. I love the song. It is so I good. And in the music video, it starts with them fingerprinting one of the clowns and his fingerprint is like a stamp of a clown face. made me laugh the uh what are they called the shins no it's a different band but definitely not the shins we're gonna put that song in right here (laughs) 
It made me very happy. I used to play it at the Halloween store when I worked there. Oh, really? I fucking love that shit, yeah. I love a good theme song like Dream Warriors by Dokken. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. <laughs> We're putting that in right here. It seems that there is one alpha killer clown from outer space, and that's the 25-foot tall giant <laughs> marionette one that is extremely the clown of Sorx Rex kill. yeah he's extremely easy to kill he's so yeah, easy yeah. to kill he was like the Godzilla of clowns he was enormous <laughs> if you didn't think this movie could get any weirder out of nowhere when seemingly our main characters are surrounded by about 25 clowns they all just back off and then a enormous <laughs> skyscraper-sized clown <laughs> is lowered from the ceiling. <laughs> and he gets into a fight with the ice cream truck. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> he hurls that motherfucker, <laughs> and it explodes <laughs> on impact. <laughs> yeah, they, clown the, kaiju. They make it out, the two doofuses, with the, the hot clowns. Because they hide in the the freezers, but that bitch exploded. That was like the Death Star. <laughs> Every explosion in this film is like whitish, or like yeah, whitish blue fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that quintessential eighties explosion. The, I don't know if we mentioned the only way to kill the aliens is to pop their nose. So the cop Honk. uses badge to pop the nose. <laughs> so like. Uh, this movie's full of laughs. It's fun. It's a good time. I enjoy it very, very much. If I have not made that clear already, do we have anything that we'd like to touch on before our final thoughts? I don't know how those ice cream guys survived. They were definitely <laughs> in that truck. <laughs> and then they weren't in the truck after it exploded. And they, they survived. And it was, a, it was a little too happy of an ending. <laughs> it was a very happy ending. And then they, get all, for, they all get For how many people face. clearly died during this. Yeah, who threw the pies? <laughs> and, like, I don't... This is one of those movies where it would make sense if somebody snapped their fingers and after the bad guys died, everyone was alive and fine. Like, that would have been more on brand for this movie than no, there, everyone there was dying. a lot of people from that town inside that spaceship when it exploded <laughs> they literally had a parade that was a vacuum sucking people <laughs> up like this is a lot of dead people the body counts really high in this movie and i'm fucking here for it final thoughts boys what do we think of killer clowns from outer space i think this would be an interesting movie to have a reboot for yeah I'm very interested to see what that could look like. I think it could be fun and really gory. Um, yeah, maybe if they were more actual killer and not just turning everybody into cotton candy. Mm -hmm. Maybe if they were like slitting throats with like <laughs> sharpened lollipops. And stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Even just like tearing someone apart, like five of them piling out of a clown car would be cool. <laughs> I think overall this was. Uh, 
I'm glad I watched this for the first time. I could see why, like I said, I could see why people really enjoy this and have a lot of nostalgia for this film. I feel like if you had seen this in the 80s as like a stoner flick, you would be obsessed with this movie. Hell yeah, you would. If it was the movie that the the, the artwork on Tubi made it out to be, it would definitely be a much more terrifying movie because... This is definitely not the real no. <laughs> regular poster. This is like some fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> shit. I'll put this. I'll put this on the social. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a serious movie at all. But that said, what are we gonna rate this bad boy? Like, what is our rating system here? Toilet snake clowns. Like popcorn guns. Popcorn I really guns? like that popcorn gun. I wish it did more. Yeah. Like, it did in the long run, but, like, come on now. Uh, Shadow Puppet T-Rexes. <laughs> oh, I got it. Swizzle Straws. <laughs> I'm good <Yeah>. with that. <laughs> <laughs> How many Swizzle Straws would you guys give this movie, boys? I'll, well, before you go, I'll just put it out there. I'm going five out of five. This movie is unstoppable. I would put this up there with Citizen Kane or The Shawshank Redemption. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no. no, I will give it. Uh, I'll give it a three. I think it has potential to get a, a sequel or some sort of reboot that could uh, be better. But yeah, like I said at the beginning, I don't think it uh, lived up to the hype that it, of the following that it has. But I, it wasn't without merit, and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't unenjoyable. I, I did have a good time with it. Just uh, I, I did want a little more, so I'll give it three. Three swizzle straws. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah, I'd give it three swizzle straws as well. I mean, like, wasn't my favorite movie, but it's definitely one. It's one that I would recommend everyone watch because I feel like you could either really love this movie or not really be into it. But, like, I couldn't tell you how I'd gauge who's going to love this and who's going to be meh on it. Um, I liked it. Uh, I also feel like I've dipped my toes into more obscure like 80s horror even though this isn't super obscure um so i kind of like enjoy the aesthetic and the setup of everything um whereas i if you weren't into 80s movies you might just straight up hate this right off the bat yeah i was kind of worried about that with you chris i was like he doesn't like b movies i don't know what letter movie <laughs> this is i like it too much i have rose colored glasses i can't tell <laughs> No, I mean, it was it was fun enough. And honestly, I got to give them props for it's a unique idea. And you can tell they really went for it in the like alien costume designs and also the spaceship set design at the end. Like I said, I thought that was very impressive. So do you guys think you'd want to go get the game? Uh, I definitely play the game for this. Yeah, I could be down for the game. Hell yeah, it looks... it's by the, the director of the Friday the 13th game. So, you know, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a good season for uh, for horror games. We got Alan Wake two coming. We've got Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Just off the top of my head, I know there's other ones too um, that I was interested in that are gonna be coming out in October. And I still haven't played. Uh, I want to play that game, The Quarry, where it's like the narrative driven. Yeah, game. I really want to yeah, play that game. Forty bucks. Yeah. It's like. $39 too much for me at the moment. <laughs> I I have it on uh, the PlayStation Game Pass or whatever. PlayStation oh, cool. Plus. Yeah, so. But, yeah. Anyways, tangential. 
I mean, yeah, we could if we all played that game, we could definitely do an episode on here of the quarry. But until then, we've become much more active on the social. All of us have come together. And it's not just shirts of the day and me making disgusting faces anymore, boys. Now we're posting actual quality content that will engage your soul if you engage with us. If you write us, we'll let you, uh, we'll talk to you about, like, we are super engaged in the socials at the moment. Turned it up to 11. That's H on H pod anywhere you get your social media. Tell them about that merch, boys. Oh yeah, you you want a Kakoa Shaw approved T-shirt? Maybe you want a, a sloppy breakfast shower curtain? <laughs> <laughs> you head on over h on h pod dot threadless dot com and and get get yourself some stuff. Help the boys out. It all goes right back into the show. We don't make very much money off of it, but uh, we'd love to see you in it. Show if you get that you, your your body is Kakoa Shaw approved, and you might as well get a T-shirt that matches. So yeah, head on over there, and then make sure you drop a photo on our socials so we can we can see you showing it off. Hey. Hell yeah! Shout out Tammy, she bought a shirt. Fuck yeah, Tammy, you kick ass. Tammy. Alrighty, well until then, remember life is tough, so why not get high on horror? <laughs> That laughter now, real good.